Hey, I'm having a lot of money on you, man. Well, uh, you, you, uh, you getting ready to be a rich nigga. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Jeff Knows Money, and I'm here with my co-host slash producer slash engineer. Mojo Hill. You damn right. First things first, make sure you follow us at Talking Cash on Twitter and at Talking Cash Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow me personally at Jeff Knows Money on Twitter and Instagram. Wherever you are getting this show from, whether that's Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store, subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you leave anything less than a five-star review, then I hope your girlfriend calls your wife. So we were doing the Corona Chronicles and we were going over everything y'all needed to know about how to get through this quarantine from how we were getting hustled on the small business loans, even to how we were going to help y'all with your own personal stimulus plan. But then the cops started headlocking niggas. And well, we got to talk to the current events. So here we go. So we had all these other grand ideas lined up for y'all, especially in regards to our Corona Chronicles. We had one more episode where we were going to tell y'all how to put together your own stimulus plan. But um, that kind of got sidetracked when George Floyd got murdered. And we wanted to get those episodes out to you sooner, but my partner and I had to quarantine again because Mojo got exposed to Corona. Hold on, bro. I ain't get exposed to no COVIDious 19ist. But I thought you said you were down two weeks with the Corona. No, I was getting down with two cases of Corona and some tequila that Cinco de Mayo was lit lit. Damn, my bad, G. You told me you, you had to be down two weeks. I was like, well, we can't record. It's all good. It's all good. I'm back, though. Yeah, my man done bounced back. He done beat that down Corona. We in here, baby. Yeah, let's do it. So here we are, y'all. Totally different episode playing. And then after we saw what happened to George Floyd and the protests, we figured we can't be a show that's about the culture and not speak on this. So y'all just need to understand, even though this is kind of like a finance show, if it's some shit that affects our community, especially something this big, you're going to hear about it from us. So what you're getting today is our thoughts on everything that we've seen going on surrounding another lynching by the police and the protests that followed. So first of all, let me ask you, Mojo, did you see the George Floyd video? Which one? You talking about the one on Ace Viz, the one where he busting old girl back or loose? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> that ain't not, the one? No, bro, not that one. Oh, you, I thought you were talking about the one where uh, uh, BBW Goddamn gets a back blowed out by Big George. I thought that's the one you was talking about. I saw that one, too. <laughs> so, hey, just so y'all know, Mojo did all his research about I did that. all my research about the guy, man. I know this is a sensitive subject, but, hell, you came on our show. But anyhow, Mojo, not that video, but did you see the George Floyd lynching? Yeah, I saw it. And I'm going to tell you the most disturbing thing about it, Jeff. It's too commonplace in this society. To where at times we see it, it's like, well, damn, that's wrong. But 
we so desensitized by it because it happens too often in this day and age. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen at all. And I, I agree with you on that. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine today, and I told him that it's amazing to me that they allow videos like this or the Ahmaud Arbery video where you can literally see this man get shot by a shotgun, see his blood go into the air, and you see this guy die. You see both of these men die, lay on the, lay on the ground dead. They'll do that, but try and post a video on Instagram with you doing something to a dog. Watch how quick they take that down. Boy, they on your ass about them puppies. So I just look at it as they are trying to condition us mentally to just accept that this is part of everyday life if you are a black man in America or a black person in America in general. And I, for one, am done watching these videos. Um, I am no longer going to take my free time and do recreational sadness. So any videos, slave movies where the slaves ain't shooting that massive, if it ain't Nat Turner or Django, I ain't really trying to watch it. 12 years of slave, all that shit, man. Y'all can keep it. I ain't paying my money to be sad. Hey, give me a little hate for eight. I'm in now. So with everything that jumped off after George Floyd, I just had some unique conversations with my co-host Mojo, and we got a different perspective on some of this stuff. So what we're here to do with y'all today as black folks is we want to get y'all to stop speaking on white folks who don't have your best interests at heart. Stop speaking on their behalf. And I'm going to tell you how you're doing it. So the first thing that I'm tired of hearing from y'all, and by y'all I mean black people, I'm tired of hearing y'all complain about the manner in which we should protest. So this is something that you're going to hear mainly from white folks who are complaining about how we choose to protest injustice, but some of the less educated people in our community are starting to run with this same, the same argument. And that argument is, man, why they over there burning up their own neighborhood? Why they looting their own neighborhood? I'm so tired of hearing that shit. I know that's real. I'm about that knucking and bucking. Well, here's the thing. It sounds good on his face because, yeah, if I'm going to tear something up, I don't want to tear up my house. But the difference about this is, is that if we riot and loot in our neighborhood, are we actually tearing up anything that's owned by black folks? Nope. Yeah, I ain't think so either. So when I watch them tear up Minneapolis and Atlanta, I noticed that they burned up a Target in Minneapolis. Hmm. They burned up a condo development in Minneapolis. Show hope. I know we own that. Man, look, the next condo development in the hood gonna be the first one. I ain't seen no Target in none of our neighborhood, and we damn sure don't own it. I'd have been a Target in my neighborhood. I, I don't know who Mr. or Miss Target is. I ain't have met them. That ain't that ain't no black folks' last name. Now, if that b- named Johnson... Smith... Yeah. Boy, Brown, yeah. 
Uh huh. Now you're tearing up some black folk stuff, boy. Williams. If it, yeah. if it was the pet waste though, yeah. Then I'd be worried. But shouts out to G's Ben. There you go. Y'all look it up. But um, yeah, we're not tearing up our own neighborhood. Uh, well, we are tearing up our own neighborhood. We're not tearing up our own businesses. So however this revolution got to come, if we got to go out there and burn up every Starbucks on the corner, then so be it. Because I guarantee you this, we ain't burning up no black-owned Starbucks. Unless you're in L.A. and Magic Johnson got them. With the HIV virus. Hey, we don't own shit in our neighborhood no way. So uh, besides what, what the wing spot, the hair shop, the liquor store, the gas station, with them good blunts, who got them? No, we don't own that. Look, man, all the wing spots, oddly enough, are owned by Asian folks. I I, I don't know how they cooking chicks so good. I, I don't know who gave them the recipe, but boy, they got it. I Look, I ain't asking no questions. Just let me get my number 10 dry lemon pepper. Do it. And give me some of that red, that red aid over there. Red drink. That's it. So, okay, if we get the looting and riot in our own neighborhood, we can take, we can take Montgomery, for instance. We can tear West Fairview down. I mean, literally burn it to the ground. Now, how many black-owned businesses are really on West Fairview? I I think I probably know all four of them. Joe's. Joe's. Pierce's. Pierce's. Uh, it's a tire shop. It's a tire shop. No, that's Mexicans. Well, I mean, they 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 brown. Yeah, they brown enough. Yeah, they got they melanated. They so, they get yeah, a pass. We'll, we'll leave them alone, but they'll jump with us. I mean, hey man. We can go tear down all the beauty shops on Fairview. That ain't none of ours. We can tear down all the nail shops on Fairview. That ain't ours. Hell, we ain't even got superfoods on Fairview no more, so we can go ahead and beat that whole little parking lot up. Hey, we can go ahead and tear down Piggly Wiggly. Yep. Last time I checked, we didn't own City Gear or Hibbets. Nope. And we don't own a damn Exxon or a Shell. Nope. So, yeah. We just tore up our whole neighborhood, and we didn't affect not one black business. So, black people, please stop saying that. That has nothing to do with what we're doing. It is opposite our cause. So, leave that one alone. That That's a talking point that's been beating your head by some folks who really ain't for us. All right, so the next argument that has been beat into your head, and you go and repeat it to your friends, and you sound stupid, and we're going to tell you why, that argument is, that was just one policeman who killed one black man. But what about the black on black crime, Mojo? It's black folks killing black folks all the time, Mojo. Why don't y'all get mad about that? Mm. First off, if my black ass kill another black man, I go to jail. So hence there be if a officer, whether he be black or white, kill a black man, he need to take his mother ass jail jail like me. He don't need to get no manslaughter. He don't need to be putting no protective custody, no administrative leave. Because, uh, hell, I could have been killed somebody in self-defense. You know what they going to do with my black ass in Montgomery, Alabama? Locked up. Hey, man, he broke in my house, man. He was in my refrigerator, made a sandwich, and, oh, I just woke up. Hell, I just got out of work. It's 4 30 in the morning. I'm like, nigga, what they you doing in my house? They finna get your ass some county flip-flops and a metal cup. Yeah. They go, I'm going to jail. Well, we got to, uh, hey, man, we going to. Guilty to prove it innocent, your ass in the county for sixty days, and then we gonna oh, nigga. He was in my house. Yep. Hey, you know what? You got you gonna get your day in court, but until that day, and until you make bail, you get to sit down here with the rest of your friends. 
Get this shit put on your book. See what that commissary looking like. See how many babies you got out there going to drop some money on that book and pay for that phone. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole problem with that argument. It has nothing to do with who commits the crime. It's all about what happens to the person who commits the crime. They are shooting 100% if you black. So you black, you commit a crime, you go to jail. That's just how that works. You going to jail sometimes, even if you don't commit a crime. I have. Hey, a lot of people got their story. But now with the police, they can not only kill you, they can be on video killing you, have witnesses to them killing you. And not only will they will they not actually get charged, they may never even be arrested. Don't believe me? Let me give you an example. So while we're all marching for George Floyd, some of y'all may or may not have heard of Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor was a young lady who was in the house with her husband and she was shot and killed in her own house, sleeping in her bed by the Louisville, Kentucky Police Department. Why did they kill Breonna Taylor? Because they were serving a warrant looking for a man who was already in police custody. They served, well, they didn't serve it. It was a no-knock warrant, so they just burst into her and her husband's house. And of course, as any man would do, if somebody breaks in my house, which is, that's what that was, I'm going to up that 40 and start bucking at your ass. Well, that's what her husband did. Might they returned. Like soldier boy. Pop, 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 boy, pop, pop, look, if Fortnite finna break out on your ass, you kick in my door. So, of course, he returns fire. The police shoot at them. She ends up dead. Any cops go to jail, Mojo? Nope. Who went to jail, Mojo? They is. Yes. Breonna Taylor's dead. Her husband went to jail for defending his house against a police department who was serving a warrant for a man that was already in custody. But tell me again about the black-on-black crime problem. So this is two totally different things. Cops are paid to do a job by the taxpayers' dollars. They're supposed to protect us. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So here's the thing. Everybody who want to throw black-on-black crime at you do they talk about Asian on Asian crime? And why is it only called black on black crime? That's the only crime I've ever heard of. When a Caucasian man kills another Caucasian man, they always they don't refer to that as Caucasian on Caucasian crime. Never heard that term ever. It's just it's just called crime. If if a Mexican does something, it's called crime. But they always want to beat into your head black on black crime. Here's the thing y'all need to know about crime. Crime is a function of proximity. So I'm going to either commit a crime against or have a crime committed against me by the people who are around me. So it's going to be very hard for me, being a black man in Montgomery, a majority black city, to have an Asian person run up on me and commit a crime. I'm not saying it is impossible. I'm just saying it's not going to be the likely scenario. More than likely, it's going to happen to me from the people that I'm around the most. And I'm around my family and my friends, which puts me around their family and their friends. So black people are going to more than likely commit crimes against black people. White people are going to commit crimes against white people and so on and so forth. That's why that whole, 
what about black on black crime doesn't hold up? I can't remember the last time somebody up some nunchucks on me. Hell, when the last time you've been robbed by a bow staff? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you looking like the damn Ninja Turtles just ran you for your wallet. Oh, Lord. <laughs> The biggest thing that I think has come from these protests is cries to defund the police. And I am hearing black people hollering about, man, we can't defund the police. We need the police. That's that bullshit. Ah. That's that bullshit right there. We ought to be the last group of people who are against police reform. And I don't care what that reform looks like. Anything has to be better than what we currently have right now in place. And the reason why you don't damn agree with that is because you don't even understand how the police came about anyway. See, Mojo told y'all that we pay our tax dollars and they're supposed to protect us. Mojo, you care to explain why the police ain't here to protect us? That's that was not their original design. If you actually do your research, not not your Facebook research or your Instagram or Snapchat or your TikTok research, I'm talking about your actual research, and you look up what was the actual design and the formation of the police force, you will understand why they're not here to protect you. That's just like asking um, an elephant to fly like a eagle. They weren't designed to do that. Nope. The police, as we know it, did not exist while you and I were slaves. Once we got freed, that's when a formal policing division was formed. That's when the prison system was formed. While black folks were enslaved, white people basically had an arbitrator settle their civil dispute. So if I got the bucket on Mojo land and I killed his prize cattle, he would go to that person who's the judge in a city. The magistrate. Yep. And that person deputy. had no legal background. It was usually just a business owner or a prominent figure in the community. He would hear both of our sides of the argument. And then he would say, Jeff, you were wrong. You caused some type of injury to Mojo. So you owe Mojo such and such dollars. I want them $11 for that one prize calf you killed off my land, Johnson. So you you think I'm giving you a whole year of my earnings for your one cow? Yes, I want a whole year of your wages for my one cow. That's when you're working a really hard job. When you don't even get a salary, you are paid in wages. And you just can only spend it on things such as burlap sacks and hooch. <laughs> Boy, you're going in there and trading your wages a day's wage for salted meats. <laughs> and bushels. <laughs> Anything measured in bushels, boy, listen, hey, man, you got to change up your profession. Hey, if you go on your job and it just results in them giving you some coveralls, you finna get slaved out. Boy, you finna get down. What to get down? Get ready to work. <laughs> this is what you signed up for. Hey, look, if that happens to you, look around you. You may have just volunteered for the chain gang. Exactly. Call your wife or your girlfriend and tell them to drop off two extra lunches to the gate because they're not going to let her in. You may need to call both of them. You, well, what you say? Well, because you just turned yourself into an involuntary slave camp. Yep. You're on a labor camp. 
they just gave you a hammer. You don't even know what you're supposed to do with it. They ain't give you nothing else, just a hammer. You just in a you just in a wall, a setup with four walls around you and a hammer. Not even a heavy hammer, just a regular ball peen. Get just... over there and beat them rocks. Ting. 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 Next thing you know, you find yourself Ting. in harmony with other folks. Ting. Singing about your lady. Ting. 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 Beating on the rocks. Beating on the rocks. Beating on the rocks. When we getting off, boss man. When we getting off, boss man. Y'all niggas, shut up and keep hitting them rocks. Damn, you heard, boss. That tell you we not that far removed from this because me and KB just went back in time. Hey. Tapped our inner sharecropper and broke that out for y'all on site. Once a slave, always a slave. <laughs> <laughs> but we ain't never far from it. That's slaving in you. You just ain't brought it out yet. You just ain't brought it out yet. So, again, that is why we need to look at how we reform policing. And defunding the police is the perfect start. Now, when people say defunding the police, let's be clear about what they're saying. They're not saying let's take all the money out of our police departments and let's just not have any police at all. They are talking about taking all these crazy militarized weapons from the police. So if you've been watching any of these protests, you've seen the police rolling around in people's neighborhood in tanks. Why does the police need a tank? Who coming like that? I don't know who they at war with. I've seen them driving some that made me think they finna go buck at the Decepticons. I don't know where <laughs> this is coming from. You don't need all that to just drive through some city streets. No, no. Either that or damn, they finna get at it with like Thanos or something. I don't know. Something. Something's happening. Something's afoot. But I'm just saying you don't need, you know, seven ton vehicles that can get hit by a bomb and still function. I don't think any of my partners in the hood got any anti-aircraft weaponry that falls for you to need a tank. The funny thing is the folks who actually got that, y'all ain't trying to see them. Mm -mm. Don't even want to see them. Ain't trying to see them. Mm -hmm. But but let you catch some black and white protesters down on their knees asking asking to not be shot. And boy, y'all break out the big guns for them. And therein lies the problem. When you have a tank, or you can just go on your police cruise and pop the trunk and pull out all kind of AKs and ARs, it encourages you to make bad choices. We've done a ton of research on how to stop or reduce police brutality. And the first thing that you're going to read is it's going to say, demilitarize the police. In this world, if a lot of the police, and there's some out there that's bumping mighty fine, um, if they had to actually knuckle up in order for to put them cuffs on you, it would be a great distance between you going to jail and you actually getting those handcuffs on you. You'll be going home free a lot of times. And, and we ain't talking about, we, we talking about just one-on-one. One-on-one. Not no, you pull up with your partner and then you call three cars a bag of and it's seven-on-one. I'm talking about Kumite, baby. There you go. Kumite. Blood one-on-one. One-on-one. If every encounter the police had resulted in that individual officer having to fist fight somebody to subdue them, 
they would limit their encounter. Yep. They'd be like, oh, you have a good day, sir. I, I know I am. Put them hands on your ass. Yeah. I bet you one thing working. These hands, I'm unemployed, but these hands working. So check your ass home. When you get off your shift, you want another, you want a rematch? You want to run it back? No, I know you no, don't. No, I do not. No, I know sir. you don't. Go home. I've been hitting my eye three times a day and it ain't even lunchtime yet. I'm done with this. I, I know that's real. Shit, you think about another career. Boy, look, I ain't getting beat all upside my head for 14 hours. You trying to get in parts and recreation out there and put these hands on your ass. Let me see what the unemployment talking about. Exactly. <laughs> you know they paying extra right now. Shit. Gotta go through all this. Yeah, so all we're saying is, is if you give somebody big weapons, guess what? They're going to want to use those weapons. And that's what's happening with our police departments right now. As the saying goes, if I give you a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's how they're solving problems. If you take those hammers away. Give them a feather. There you go. Or like you said, tell them you got to run a fair one. Put them dukes up, nigga. Put them dukes up. So in Montgomery, we had protests. And our mayor in Montgomery did not allow our police to break out riot gear or any of that. They basically had to go out there with their regular uniforms on. And guess what? There was no altercations between the police and the protesters whatsoever. There's also been research that shows if the police are in riot gear, it automatically causes the situation to be more tense. Because if I walk out there and see y'all in riot gear, shooting tear gas and doing all that other stuff, if I see that on TV and I'm headed to a protest, I'm going to the protest prepared too. Let's just be reasonable. Jeff, if I go to the strip club and I already came in there pre-ready with $1,000 worth of ones, that's just like me saying, nah, I ain't going to do nothing. I'm just going to go ahead and have a few drinks. You a damn lie. I'm going to make it rain on one unsuspecting mother of two. I take all my change in the strip club in nickels, and I throw them hard. Make it hell storm. Boy, look, I'm throwing slant rods in the strip club. <laughs> I'm hitting, I'm throwing these, throwing these bees at y'all ass like I'm Tom Brady. Boy, can buy all the loose Newports you want. How, how you want it? How you want it? You want it in the roll, or you want it loose? Or you want the crown roll bag action? How you want this thing? I get the oven these rolls in the strip club. Everybody going home. You going to thank a nigga bucking in there. With the main nights. And there it is. What's the may not mojo? It may go down. It may not. <laughs> Here's the other thing about the police being militarized. We've seen it so long. We just think that this is how it's always been. And it hasn't. The reality of it is the police did not get this type of weaponry until the war on drugs or the war on black people, as I like to refer to it as, was started. They ain't slowed down no drugs. They ain't slowed down no drugs. They just they just made made it convenient to convict us at a much much higher rate. Yep. And let me explain to you how this happened. When they started the war on drugs, the federal funding increased for police departments. And in order for you to keep your federal funding, you have to spend all of it. And not only did they do that. They also told the police that if you seize anything from a drug dealer, then that item is yours. Well, then they can turn around and sell those items they seized from a drug dealer and use that to buy even more weapons. There's also a program called the 1033 program, which tells the military anytime their equipment gets old, they can give it to a police department for free. 
So what do you think is going to happen when you arm the police like the military? You give them weapons of war, they're going to create a war. And that war been going on for a long time against people who look like me. And me too. Oh, and it gets even better. Once they started the war on drugs, that also started the age of mass incarceration. And how does that work? Well, we're the only country with a privatized prison system. What does that mean? It means the USA does not own its prisons. Private corporations do. And they sign contracts with the states and the feds to have a minimum level of occupancy in those prison beds. And if the state doesn't fill up those beds, they have to pay a harsh fine. So now the state is incentivized to go ahead and round us up and lock us up no matter what. And this is how we get to the point where we are now. So we've created a problem because we created a system that incentivizes the police to just jump on black folks. And we got to figure out how we stop that. The best way to stop that is to take away all these high power weapons. Because I'm out here with my little 22. If he got hit 38, we just going to flesh wound each other to death. That's what's going to happen. But I ain't, I can take a couple of shots from that 38. Maybe one if he just ain't that good a shot. Maybe if he had a 25. Maybe if he had a Derringer. Oh, two shots. Let's do it like that. He need to have a pistol that Django shot the Brittle Brothers with. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Boy, that thing, they got the two hammers on the back of it, and you got that one shot, and it's just a lot of smoke. That's what he need. Oh, musket. Yeah, that's what he need, a musket. And that's how we start to de-escalate this. They want to tell us that it's all about police need to come and walk a mile in our shoes, and we need to talk to them, and it needs to be some community building and all that. Yeah, maybe that is true, but every study you go and look at, any situation where they've taken this military-grade weaponry from the police, the, the civilian deaths decreased immediately. So, black people, we wanted to do this episode to help educate you about how to talk about these issues and how to talk about protests. No matter if you agree with the methods or not, it's one thing that I think we can all agree with. It's been pretty damn effective over these last two, three weeks, haven't it? We taking down Confederate statues now. Yes. We're talking about police reform. Yes. And remember, before people started tearing shit up, the officers who killed, my bad, lynched George Floyd were not arrested and were not charged with anything nope the looting the rioting the protesting is what forced them to take action and for all of you out there who are hollering that we need to be peacefully protesting we've been marching since dr king died yep we have not made this much progress in 60 plus years two weeks of our younger generation both black and white, in these streets, causing some problems, inconveniencing some folks, has sped up what we call our civil rights struggle. The one thing that I'll tell y'all about human nature is this. People do not change their behavior simply because you asked them to. Gotta People, make them. There you go. People change their behavior 
because pain was caused or they were severely inconvenienced somehow. We're programmed to run from pain. So the only thing I'm going to tell you guys is this. I will never, ever let the person who injured me or injured my community tell me what my reaction should be. I can't break in Mojo's house and then when he shoot me, ask him why he shot me. Why you shot me, cuz? Man, you broke in my house. But you ain't have to go that far. But you broke in my house. Bit. Yeah. See how crazy that sounds? But you are being manipulated by the media and also some white folks who don't have your best interests at heart to talk down about the your own revolution and you trying to free your own people and actually be on equal footing with everybody else in this country. Power does not concede its own power. Power has to be taken. Now, Jeff, you already know why I stand on a whole lot of political things. I don't like to get into it. I don't get into all that right wing, left wing, the beat, the tail, the back. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? chicken. But um, shots out to Antifa. You know what I'm saying? I kept on seeing all the stuff about Antifa. I thought it was some sinus medication. I was trying to look it up. I was like, my been acting up. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know they was out there whooping ass like that. Shots out to Antifa. Hey, all I'm going to tell y'all is this. When it comes to protesting and boycotting, it's a certain group of people I'm going to listen to, and it's a certain group of people I'm not going to listen to. And I ain't going to tell you who that is. I'm just going to say, it's been a group of people who are always on the wrong side of history when it comes to these things. And then there's black people. Yeah. For those of us who want the peaceful protest, Peaceful protests appeal to a system that has a heart, and it appeals to a system that has morals. Guess what, y'all? We ain't in that system. Nope. No one even when we asked 10 years ago. We was asking with the Panthers. We was asking with them. You know, the civil rights movement. We was asking. You know, now, now those people that were asking, they're all dead and in jail. So now what do you think we're going to do? Ask 